Alright, welcome back to the Beer O'Clock Podcast. This is the 2020 Golden Pints Awards. This is the uh, first time we've done this online. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting in audio format. Yeah, actually doing it unlike uh, last year. Well, yeah, that may have been missed, but... It, it was intended to be done. And that's what really matters. The, really, there was chat about it for a good 12 months. Yeah, so. that's what really matters. Yeah. It was, we were thinking about it. So this year, it has been done via audio. Uh, scaled down, slimmed down, focused, streamlined, everything you want it to be. It's a COVID special, if you will. Yeah, uh, and also a special so we can get it done. Exactly. Yeah, that's important. Um, any overall thoughts on the year of beer? Well, beer was good. Beer was good. Beer was one of the few things that was good. Um, but yeah, the rest of it, what a shit show. And here we are. Beer thumbs up, rest thumbs down. Yeah, basically. Um, 2021 doesn't have to hit great heights to beat 2020. No, but 2020 wasn't total write-off. No, no. Some, some good moments, um, some good beers yep which we'll hopefully address over the next hour or so or however long this takes us the next period of time so i think without further ado we get straight into the awards which uh i think the first of which is the best covid pivot so this award refers to the oh, i think i think it doesn't really matter if it's a brewery or a store or anything really as long as it fits sort of whatever our criteria is for the best pivot. Yeah, so I've got five things that I noted Okay. for this award. This is one of these ones that I was like, not sure where we're going. It's not an easy one. A lot of people had to do a lot of things. It, it's tricky. A lot of people, a lot of, uh, you know, perhaps mostly physical places had to go online only. A lot of online only places had to expand their, their range and the amount they delivered. Yep. There's a lot going on now. Yeah, exactly. So the the ones I've got listed, I'll run through them quickly, and then I suppose we can discuss them, and we can add yours in, and we can yeah, yeah, for sure. Talk about that whole thing. Um, so I've got Shadowvika drink, which is the Otter's Promise. Yeah, yeah, nice. Um, like little move. Um, basically, to encourage, I think, interstate people to buy beers for Victorians who yeah have obviously had a worse year than the rest of us. And essentially, you go up and put. Ten dollars at the bar, effectively. And a, and a Basically, pint bought shunted, your pint, of... and then it was encouraged that the next person would do the same. And, and encouragingly, sorry. it did sound like that, which would not you, you would expect that from modest clientele. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I also had the Stone and Wood Moonshine um, experiment, which is their Pacific Ale made oh, yeah. into moonshine. I think we talked about that last time. Yeah, on the pod. really cool. Good way to use kegs. Exactly, and again, sort of helping out your existing clients sort of thing from their perspective, you know, yep. buying back kegs, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I had Blackhearts's um, sort of online event, which was with Garrett Oliver from Brooklyn Brewery. Yeah. That was really cool. I liked that as a thing. Garrett Oliver's not a guest you would get normally in mm. a non-COVID period. But take advantage of it. It was really cool they went to that sort of length to get someone of that sort of esteem yep. in the brewing world. For sure. I like the all together movement from other half. Yep. Which everyone jumped on board. Great. And I'm going to give a shout out to Westside Aleworks. They um, did a bottle shop and pizza stall. Yeah. Basically, which is my closest brewery. Suits me. Worked and why well. not? Shut them up. Exactly. Yeah. We love Westside. Well, um, we saw a lot of our, our favorite breweries uh, with kitchens shut down. That's, that's right. They kept that going. That's right. So they activated their local community. That worked really well. 
Yep. So what did you have? Uh, so I guess for me, I had... Um, I think you, you covered it pretty well. Yep. Um, I had... Uh, Black is Beautiful was great. Yep. Um, I think that was a nice way of encouraging people around the world to support a pretty good cause without, you know, actively endangering themselves yep. Yep. in certain parts of the world. And um, the other one I had was, was Black Hearts as well, but, I mean, that was my overall one in terms of... One dollar Selfishly, delivery. yeah, that was it. Yeah, one dollar delivery. Um, this is a, a really great, so a really great lineup, which That's is awesome. in inconvenient places. Uh, one dollar same day delivery. Uh, again, a bit selfish, a bit self centered, but I think that was for me. That was by far the most, the best pivot. That was suddenly yeah. like instead of going to Black Hearts once a month, I was going once a Weekly. week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, I completely concur. One dollar delivery made such a difference. I think we can give this a black heart based on yeah. what, based on all of what we said. Yeah, um, events, one dollar delivery, perfect. Supporting your community, well done, guys. Yeah, good you work, all, black hearts. You always do well. Yeah, we appreciate it. Thank you. All right, so next up we have Best Media. So this this year we've kind of um, amalgamated this. It covers kind of everything. It's it's best book, it's best podcast, it's best... That is nice. Website, magazine. Yep, 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 yep. So best sort of media. Um, I'll go first because I'm probably mildly quicker. Um, Bruce News. I think they were, they were better than ever this year. I use them a lot for um, just accessing like news but I wouldn't normally get uh, industry yep. news podcasts always great of course um, big fans as you probably know if you listen but um, beyond that I think just they, their news writing is very sharp and um, non-biased very very sits on the fence very yep. understands as much as they can both sides and just presents the facts and that's all you want yeah I, I think that's very fair and there's a lot of junk in the beer world uh, in terms of writing and stuff, and Bruce News is certainly not one of them. Yeah, it cuts through the the fat yeah, sort of thing. Yeah. It's, I, I think it's probably the best beer media in Australia. Yeah, regularly, Crafty Pine obviously is. It, it's slightly different. It's oh look, we, we've given Crafty Pine a lot, and they did do a lot of COVID positive stuff this year. Yeah, um, exactly. But um, I Bruce News was just so consistent and such a. Just letting you go back to all the time. Uh, a lot of websites you go to are like, oh, sorry, we're no news this week. But Bruce was like, no, nope, here's what's happening. And especially important when places are shutting down and yep. so on and so forth. Yeah. Before I give my um, my answer, because it's a bit of, got an, bit of an international bent, Yep. I'm going to give a shout out to Aussie Beer Pods. Yep. Who, you know, did, did something they didn't need to do during uh, COVID, no. you know. Yeah, great work. Yeah, exactly. There, there was a lot of work involved in putting together those rankings and in general should podcasts. get yeah a lot of praise for doing a lot of sort of analytics listening of probably a lot of junk. Yeah, not us obviously. But obviously, yeah. not. other junk, um, but no, definitely good call. I like it. Um, I'm going to give a shout out to uh, Heineken in Africa, which is a book by Olivier Van Beemen, who's a Dutch um, journalist. Yeah. He uh, looked at sort of Heineken, the inconsistency in what Heineken says they do in Africa versus what actually happens in Africa. Yeah. Um, this made a big waves in the Netherlands, basically being like Heineken's, where they think Heineken's perfect, Heineken doesn't do anything wrong. But there's a lot of problems that were exposed by this book. Yeah. He spoke yeah. to a lot of insiders, a lot of just, a lot of on the ground 
journalistic work in Africa. Um, it's fascinating. I'd love to read one about Southeast Asia as well. Like it's yeah, fascinating, fascinating. Yeah, the, um, the idea. Yeah, genuinely fascinating. Like some of the things he finds in this are just you know it seem abhorrent to someone with a Western sort of bent. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and yeah, but but one of the the biggest issues, obviously, production costs are so low. Yeah, but their profits are sort of a couple of hundred percent higher than anywhere else in the world. Yeah. So you do what you can. So a bit of exploitation, a bit of... Yeah. yeah. It, it, it's good and bad to read, yeah. if that makes sense. To, Interesting. Yeah, exactly. I think that's what matters. All right, next up we have uh, Best Retailer. And this is pretty much independent. We we decided to ignore this supermarket who had record profits this year. Yeah, like... Everyone knows Dan's and First Choice. Like, we don't need to shout them out anymore. It's also not an interesting conversation. Uh, no, because we're picking between two or three. Yeah, like, yeah. And, um, you know, Dan's might do one small thing better. Yeah. Uh, first Choice might, might do one small thing better, but in the end, they're not storing beer well. Not really supporting independence as much as they should be. They're getting better. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. We are, they are excluded. Um, I think, and probably forthwith, I think that is a fair call. I don't see a reason. And, unless one unless like gives us a reason. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they give us a reason. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Uh, so, retailer, would you like to go first this time? After you. Oh, after me. Oof, oof. Uh, yeah, oddest promise. Um, I think with their free delivery to locals, which I was lucky enough to be this year. And... I also just slotted in. Oh, <laughs> It's amazing. Uh, I'd be right on the cusp. Yeah. I guess we're not too far from each other, but it, it's nah. still very good. Um, and I have a feeling that Dan may make an exception for you regardless. Possibly. I'm not listed on the suburbs list, but if you put my postcode in, I yes, just in. Just about sharp. Um, yeah, but free delivery, uh, great range. Really, really sharp updating. As somebody who's working in independent yeah. bottle stop, yeah. if they say they've got something on Instagram, uh, you go on the it's website, on. it's up. Yeah. And, and that is that's really important. Also, really annoying to do. <laughs> yeah, but, um, but they do it well. They do, they do. Um, and I think yeah, they were they were great having us there to interview them, which is nice. Yeah. Um, just always nice, always a pleasant experience. Um, always. And yeah, this they they reacted really well to the difficult circumstances this year. I thought. So they were on my list. Yep. Calvin was on my list, as you mentioned. Yep. But I'm going to give mine to McCoppins in Abbotsford. Mm. So they were my bottle Love shop, it. particularly in lockdown one. Um, they're in my zone. Yep. You know, my 5Ks. Really convenient from work. Perfect. Range is really good. Service is really good. Yeah, friendly there. guys. Like really, yeah. really different range too. Exactly. Like yeah. it, it, it's not your standard craft range. No. It's a, you've got a lot of very hyper-local stuff. Yep. And then you've got a lot of international stuff. Yeah. And, you know cherry pick stuff in between yeah no I'm a big fan and great to give them a shout out yeah I, I think they deserve it. they had a good year alright we are back with our next award this is best new brewery it was a bit of a weird year if you're a new brewery I think but there are a few worth mentioning yeah there are not many this year no not many um, lots got bumped back to 2021 yep and fair enough. And I assume there are also a lot that have died. Yes. Uh, I, I would like to give an, a shout out to Sober Messel. Yep. Uh, I think I was one of the first online orders for them. One of the first 10, if I'm looking Six, at the numbers. Yeah, nine maybe. Yep. One of those. Um, 
Really nice. Yeah. Really cool, straightforward Saison. The first one. The bready, um, yeah. the bready one. Yeah. Um, and doing really cool stuff. Husband and wife team. Yeah. Uh, all the best to them. I will be ordering for them in the future. I feel I was the one mentioning we should get them on the pod in about April. Yes. Yeah, building yeah. a pod. No, we, definitely, we definitely should. We should have, but we'll uh, make sure we get them on in the future to talk about that because it's very us beer. Yes, definitely. Um, the one I'm going to shout out is Slow Lane from Sydney. Yes. So this we, is your your award. This is my actual award? Yeah. Yep. Um, do you have anyone else to mention before we get into that? Uh, yes. Upflow, who have done some cool non-alcoholic beers and uh, sort of pushing like them in like heaps normal yeah heaps normal i think have been probably this year as well yeah uh, either way they yeah. are they are both very cool and they're both doing good stuff yeah heaps um, normal probably have the best non-alc xba on the market yeah for sure uh, uh, best hobby kind of beer but upflow have sort of a range of everything like yeah. there's a stout and a, i think there's a lager as well and i wouldn't be surprised to see us have like a, a non-alcoholic category next year or something similar yeah like yeah. It, it's evolving that fast yeah it, um, it's really quick apart from that though i think uh yeah let's go um mine is also slowly yeah cool uh, so it makes it easy well we did our big feature on them so people should probably know what they're about uh since then what have i had i think i've had a uh flanders red which is old russet um yeah uh, Solitude, which is in the can vent, which is a Belgian strong dark, which is very on brand. Uh, yeah, so there was there was old russet, the brown, and there was cellarworthy, the barley wine, and there is a uh, hoppy sour, which is in my fridge at home, which I haven't had, but overall super impressed with their stuff. Like great examples of sort of older styles, um, Belgian Belgian inspired. Yeah, yeah, and um, couldn't really be happy. I think thirsty minded their grisette and um, their Original, um, sort of just straight Berliner were their two sort of best results. Ladder won yep. an award at the uh, Indies just for that. Yep. Um, and yeah, I think they've been very impressive with their limited amount of releases this year. Yeah, I think so. Really keen to it. We are. Here with the best Australian bottle beer. I think this is the unofficially the best, the first of the bigger awards. I think so. I think we're into the the awards that matter to people. Into the weeds and yeah, uh, Australian bottle beer is interesting. Um, they are a bit different than what they were. Yep. Um, I think a lot of time you think you think wild ale. Now, you, you now, think, yep. Yep. You think barley wine. You think uh, outdated brewery. You think one of those things. <laughs> Saisonic um, normally. Yeah, yeah, fair, fair, fair. Um, but again, that almost falls into outdated brewery. Yeah, true. Um, it shouldn't, but it does. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what do you reckon? Well, mine was... I tossed up three. Yep. I tossed up La Serene's Single Barrel 142. Yep. I tossed up Boat Rocker's Fat Sander for this year. Mm. And I tossed up... And eventually gave it to La Serene's Agent Beauty, which we just drank. Yes, which was utterly fantastic. One of the best Australian beers I've ever drunk, in my opinion. Yeah, 
certainly one of the most that would stand up and appeal to American audiences, I think. I, I think so. It, it's wonderfully complex. Yeah. There's lots of acidity. There's Venus character. Yeah. There's Oak character. There's a bit of sort of funk at the back end. There's a deep sort of uh, like a, a fermented lime curd. There's like a, a bitter sort of edge to this yeah. wonderfully sweet, you thing. know, welcoming sort of thing. Yeah, sweet very evocative. But tart. Yeah, like it, it, we can't quite convey that the t- the sweetness is behind it is tart, everything. Else. Aggressively yeah. tart. Yeah, but it is uh, aggressively tart in the way that you know you want it to be. In the way that really good wild ales are. Yeah, it, it's like it's like it's like poking a wound it's like it, it's it's almost yes. unpleasant but it, it feels so good so good and um it tastes amazing and yeah i agree i, I was super stoked with that um i'm, I'm also giving it to last round yep uh for a slightly different beer yep which harks back to my love of farmhouse red which is their single oh. barrel collection number 14 yep which is um just a, a little wave of a uh, balsamic oak uh, juicy fruits there's a uh, barnyard funk, big pith, this uh, tight sweetness, and um, yeah, this uh, again aggressive acidity, um, and and the main thing about it is it's world class. It's it's it would stand up side by side with the uh, Kakatura yeah. Israel. Yeah, and and that's the thing. Like we've literally got a producer producing world class stuff in Melbourne. Yeah, and that's what's so exciting. And we're gonna think about there were three of those single barrel releases, and we've done two of them. Yeah, out of four beers. Yeah, yeah. And um, the other and, one, and the other one, one of the other ones is also a lacerate. Yeah, yeah. So Costa yeah. knocking knocking things out of the park. It's been a good year. Uh, next up, which is perhaps more timely, but um, mm-hmm. uh, a bit different, is um, Australia canned beer. Yep. Um, there has been a lot of cans this year. Squillions. Um, particularly as breweries pivoted, I feel like cans were more popular than ever. Yep. For good reason. Yep, yep. Um, easier to use, easier to ship, easier yep. to... Better for the beer, you know. And you lot, you yeah. name it, they're better. A lot of our favourite breweries moved to them finally and so on and so forth. A lot of breweries that perhaps didn't need to move to them. Yep. Um, but either way. A lot of breweries that already use them can more. Yeah, yeah, true, true, <laughs> very true. Yeah. Uh, I'll go first this time. Sure. It went last time. Um, I'm going with Matching Pyjamas by Mountain Culture, which I think was the zenith of the whole oat cream haze craze hype release thing in Australia. The big um, mango one. Yeah, which was, I think, the best example of people calling it juice. This is yeah. just a, a glass of mango juice, yeah. uh, but made from hops. And it was no no bitterness. Um, I think, you know, you also enjoyed it quite a lot from memory. Yeah, it was incredible. Yeah. Um, and Mountain Culture did a lot of good stuff. I mean, you could you could raffle between a few certain breweries, uh, but I, I felt like Mountain Culture did it for me, and that one was the one where I was like, yeah, this hasting isn't so bad. Yeah, yeah. That that was the best of the oat creamy, sweeter. Yeah, yeah. Sweeter, non-lactose ones. Yeah, like the, the, the decadent without being literal desserts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Completely agree. I think you actually bought a four pack, and I got one of those or two of those, maybe. Yeah, I think we split it. Yeah. Um, Semantics, silly. Yes, a lot of those in this podcast. Uh-huh, there are, yeah. and I feel like the same thing happened with the beer I picked. Yep. As uh, my best, which was Mister Banks' Idaho Feels. 
Yes, which was uh, would have definitely been my runner-up if such a thing existed. Yeah. Um, pineapple, stone fruit, white wine character. No sign of the huge ABB. And the best of the series, I think. Um, yeah. Like, a lot of praise went to the other ones, but I feel like Idaho was still the best. Yeah, the thing I would say about it, it's a real shame that Idaho was the pinnacle and then they've done... I'm going to say three or four more since then. Yeah. Citra was and very good. none of them have lived up to Idaho, though. Yeah. I think you, you could make a claim for Citra. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you'd be right. But um, I think Idaho was the most pure. That was the, that was the most sort of excited you could feel Banks being yep. by beer. You could, you could tell how keen they were to get that out there, and it, it came it across the lived up, yeah. yeah. Idaho 7, great hop. Use more. Yeah. And great way to start what is sort of a mini classic series already. Yeah, exactly. And international beer is next up on the agenda. Um, Less international beers this year? A lot less. I think uh, COVID was a big player in that. Yeah. Understandably. Yep, obviously. Um, Shipping channels obviously proved problematic. Mm. Uh, More people bought local. Which is good. Which is very good. Um, also noted in my untapped check-ins that, you know, 85% were Australian, which would be rare. Yeah. Probably 75% of that was Victorian. Similarly here, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, there's just a lot to choose from this year for me. Yes, which makes it easier. Yeah, well, um, definitely. kind of forgives me picking a Cantillon Rose de Gambrinus 2019. Yep. Uh, nice that was awesome. Yeah, great. Great event, great beer, um, very jammy, expressive. Best one of those I've had, best of the day, which I think says a lot. Yep. But um, honestly, I think it was a, a lack of choice, which makes picking a classic very easy. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, I picked um, a beer that was at one of the Black Arts events that they did, yep. which is the Brooklyn Black Ops. Oh, lovely. Yeah, so huge Imperial Stout. Yep. Uh, aged in four roses bourbon barrels. Yeah. Twelve point four. First one of those you've had? Yeah, first yeah. one I've had. Um I know you were keen to try it for a while. Yeah, I was. Twelve point four percent. Garrett Oliver was talking for a couple of hours on a Saturday afternoon. Probably good if you're having a twelve point four percent seven hundred and fifty. In the middle of winter. It was a good afternoon. Yeah. I had a lovely time by myself <laughs> in the middle of Melbourne lockdown. And that that that's more like that's more positive than you can say for anything really. Um, and until probably December, that was my beer event of the year. Nice, just Garrett Oliver on the TV. Well, nothing wrong with that. Drinking Honestly, his stout on a normal year, that'd be a good effort. Well, exactly. If you think about it in person, that's a, an event that isn't topped of the year. Yeah, but you have it on Zoom. It's slightly less special, but oh my god, it's still it's still what a beer, what an experience. Yes. Okie dokie, we are progressing nicely through the Golden Pines. It's certainly a lot more fun than just writing it. Yeah, yeah, this is um probably the quickest this has ever been pulled together. Yeah, which is depressing because this, this has not been quick. <laughs> I know, but it has been great and we, we're getting there and um, we're getting to the big awards now. Although, less big this year uh, is International Brewery. Yeah. So... Um, normally this is huge. I would say normally massive. international brewery takes up forty percent of drinking, maybe. 
Yeah. Look, you'd hope so on a good year. Like, if you count Kiwi stuff as international. Well, this, this year it's pretty much Kiwi stuff. Yeah, well, uh, basically. I mean, I'd probably get one in probably 5% of my beers, but like non-Kiwi Australia. Yeah. The, the, the great eastern state, if you will. Mm. The best. Um, and it is fitting that one of mine uh, international breweries is Garage Project. Yeah. Uh, the, the the award for best international brewery of 2020 for me is Garage Project. And I reckon that might... Look, I'll probably be proved wrong immediately, but I reckon it may have been the first time that I've uh, given this to Garage Project. I'm almost certain you're <clears> wrong, <throat> but... Yeah, look, I know I've given Garage Project Beers Awards before. Yep, but I'm uh, not sure if it's actually the brewery. The brewery as the best. I like yeah. it. Um, how much do you like it? Well, I like it as much, Dylan, that I've also thought that Garage <laughs> Project is the brewery of the year. International yeah. brewery of the year. Um, I just don't think you can argue with it. I think the um, the shop was a big part. Huge. Uh, shipping to Australia, especially this year. Yep. Uh, and last as we year. talked about last episode, they're starting to brew a brewery here, because build a brewery here because we drink so much of it. They're also brewing at Hop Nation. <clears throat> they do some of the best hazies around, and yep. they also do some of the best like wild stuff around. Yeah. They do some pretty average pet nats. Like, they do, they do everything. They're all right. Uh, the... Um, Saisons and Wilds coming out of Marion Street are amazing. Yep. I had that Marion Street Saison the other week. That's just was the diversity incredible. of stuff is just, yeah. Yeah, like they're on, like they're regarded by American craft beer drinkers in the same breadth of some of their topic guys. Yeah. You know, they're, they're that good. The smart ones, anyway. The I, ones who you should be listening to. <laughs> and as well, they should. I mean, they're, they're making, like, there are, we took a walk around and got some. Went for a walk and got some series. It's great. Um, yep. Amazing. Uh, single fruit series. Amazing. Yep. And then beyond that, you've just got fresh monthly. Um, and then even some of the like, they're, they're more simple stuff like Petit More, yep. which is, you know, a, a single, a Brett single, which is just amazing. Awesome idea. Like, yeah. Just what we want. Yeah. Want exactly. more what, um, what everyone uh, wants. And if, it, if it's not what everyone wants, it's what we want. And that's the main thing. Golden Path had a pretty big year. Yeah, um, huge year. Around. Huge yeah. year. They've got yeah. those fridges floating around and yeah. um, bottle shops. No, very nice beer too. Yep. Um, and White Mischief remains amazing. As does their core range. I had a couple of Garage Easters this year, which I haven't in a while. Garage Easter is such an underrated Still beer. Still a very nice IPA. What was it, 5.8%, something like that? It's just amazing. It's very crazy, yeah. yeah. Very Hop Hog-esque. We tried to always have White Mischief in the fridge at our house. It's smart. Yeah. It's just a good life choice. Yeah, well, makes the next day feel better. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I think, yeah, congrats to Garage Project. Uh, I'll give a quick shout out to 8Wide for getting some stuff over here yep. that we normally wouldn't have, which is great because I love this stuff. Equally, I'm going to shout out uh, Behemoth, who do very well at getting stuff over here, but I thought they've had a ripper year in that hazy yeah, pastry stout sort of Good market. stuff. They, they have had a good year. Yeah. And probably should quickly shout out Cantillon for... Getting the event going, the Dragon event. Oh yeah, the Dragon. Oh, I'm sure Mr. West would have pushed hard for that, but um, still good on them for managed to organize to get it done, to actually get it done for sure. Yeah. All right. Um, I think we're done with the International Brewery. Um, I think we are. I just have to confirm you've never said Garage Project. Cool. And neither have I. Nice. How did feeling that was the case? Yeah. Well done. That's why I said it. Well done, boys. Um. (laughs) 
We'll be back with the big one. Okay, we are back. The hatches are battened. The mines are rattled. This is the Golden Pints 2020 Brewery of the Year, which is essentially our best of the year. This is a joint sort of award. This is a website award. This is this is a process we haven't done before. Um, We're going to work it out on air, and you're going to listen to the yes. process. <laughs> we have a rough idea. Essentially, the 20 breweries, we think, that have a shot. Yes, and have earned the right to be discussed by us nobles. Um, essentially, that we've peaked ten age, I guess. They're all Australian. Yeah, and, and there was some committee involvement. Yeah, look, we spoke a bit about including internationals. It just seems like give a shout out to the ones that we still like just did internationals, especially this year. Yeah, it's too tough. In future, for sure, we'll have a look at it. But I think uh, we're better to focus on what we know. Yeah, and the way this year's panned out, I think everyone's drunk more local stuff, mm. and that's probably reflected in the 20 we've picked. Definitely, and I think it, it as well it should be. Because um, so it is about the year, after all. Yeah, and the idea is we're going to whittle this down to five. Yeah. Um, in order, I think. Yep. So we whittle it down to five in order. That's the plan. Uh, so I guess the way to start it is we have our 20, 20 Australian breweries. Yep. Whittle this down to five. You're going to give one of them the award as the Beer O'Clock Australia Best Brewery of the Year 2020. And then we'll try and speak to their brewer sometime in 2021. Yeah. Let him know, him or her, know that they've won an award and go from there. Yeah. So the 20 breweries. This is going to be a bit of a mouthful, but this is the easiest way to do it, I think. I think so. At number one, The Mill. Number two, La Serene. Number three, Mountain Culture. Number four, Mr. Banks. Number five, Range. Number six, Deeds. Number seven, Wildflower. Number eight, Exit. Number nine, Two Meter Tall. Number ten, One Drop. Number eleven, Bacchus Brew. Number twelve, Fixation. Number thirteen, King River. Number fourteen, Molly Rose. Number 15, Stomping Ground. Number 16, Porkers. Number 17, Westside Owlworks. Number 18, Hop Nation. Number 19, Boat Rocker. And number 20, Stone and Wood. So I guess the idea is we make our arguments, perhaps ones we're passionate about, or perhaps bring up ones we want to kill. Um, this is a, a sort of familiar format for a lot of people who listen to these sort of debate podcasts. But essentially, we don't debate a lot. No. I think debating might get towards the end. The early ones will be us just making suggestions. And I think to be civil, we could perhaps do that in turns to I start like with. And then we can just interrupt each other and yell at each other as we drink more. I like it. Um, Let's. Okay, so do you want to kill something, save something? What do you want to do? I'm going to kill stone and wood. Yep. I think both of us have been there because of East Point. Yes. Uh, and as well as being just excellent. Yeah, and, and good people as well, because we've got to talk about this. We spoke earlier in the ep about the Stone and Wood Moonshine. Yep. We spoke about that on the last podcast in great detail if anyone needs more information. For sure. But they looked after their accounts. They're good people. They deserve to be in the 20, but they're not in the top five. Yep. I think that's fair. I cannot make a safe argument for them being in the top five. I think East Point is one of the best mid-strengths of the year. Ball, balls to go 
a sour and not say it's a sour? Yeah. What would they call it? A, uh, a sort of a hazy, hoppy, fresh, mid-strength ale? Um, yeah, no, low ABV, which they then had to redact because it was more than low. It was yeah, bit. that's right, yeah. yeah it, it, um, but either way, uh, I ordered a sub of it. and um, it, It's fucking tasty. Yeah, it's nice. Very nice, very nice. Good beer, not in the top five. No, fair. After you, Dylan. Uh, Stomping Ground. Yep. I don't think bank the top five this year. Fair. Great brewery again, but um, had a few good beers this year, I will say. Lots um, of those single releases, particularly I think Melbourne Lockdown 1 was excellent. Yeah. So we had Hatchpot, we had Resonator, we had that f- delicious brown ale, I think it's called Upside Down. Yep. Uh, lots more single releases. Gip Street, especially in Movember. Yeah, Gip Street, Rainway Lager. Wonderful. Good. Yeah, always good. Not top five, but deserving of price. Into the Woods series also really nice. Yeah, that the, the um, red Belgian and, Strong Dark's amazing. Yeah, a couple of really the good Rye ones. Imperial Stout's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Great brewery. I just yeah, I, I do love them. I just couldn't I couldn't go into bat for them. We've also got to visit two of them next year, Dylan. Oh this year, even. It's twenty twenty one now. Yeah, I know. We've got Morabin and we've got the airport. <laughs> oh yeah. So more stomping ground coming. Probably not a bad thing. Yeah. If Stomping Ground takes over some of the shit in the industry, that'd be good. That wouldn't be bad. Um, I guess I'm going to go next. Yeah. Look, I'm going to kill Westside, which was my addition, as you know, my local. You and I both love them. Um, I reckon we leave them in for now. You want to leave them in? I don't think they're an impossibility. Okay. I like it. I'm pleased by your optimism. Yeah. I think we maybe just give them a little star... And come back. To I them don't later. think it's impossible they could make top five. Come back to them later. Yeah. All right. Um, In that case, let me kill Bacchus. Yeah, that's fair. Bacchus, fifty liter batches at a time. Anything that you can think of, they're brewed. Incredible beers. They brew them all really well. Yes. Brewing cans is now great. You can now get eighteen beers instead of nine for fifteen dollars postage or whatever they're. Ridiculous postage was. Yeah, but like this, that was part of the reason. And Oud Black Forester was genuinely in contention for the best beer. Australian Superb bottle beer I had this year. Yeah. Um, we were probably not in the best condition today, Seth, but it was excellent. Yeah, very nice. And, uh, you know, they're, they're a bit of a, let me call them like a, I wouldn't want to call them like a heritage brewery, but they're an important part of Australian craft beer history. They're becoming pretty old now. They're yeah, becoming yeah. important. And as effectively an old you brew it facility, which is why the yeah. batches are so small. Amazing. Yeah. And Especially um, considering the Gold Coast one we went to earlier this year. Yes. And Ross Kenrick, obviously remarkably talented brewer. Yeah. And hugely... Um, Diverse range of styles. And, and passion. Yes. In yes. The, about the industry. Yeah. Great bloke. And I just wanted to give them some sort of mention. Here. Yeah. I like but that. But totally, totally agree. Um, one, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go a different tact. Yep. I'm going to say one that we have to keep up in in the conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, put a star beside it and let's say it has to go to the next round is Mountain Culture. I think like it. they've had a, a crazy good year. Um, they have gone be- above and beyond. I remember the first Mountain Culture order that I sort of made hesitantly mm-hmm. and they sent a free packet of pretzels and a handwritten note saying yep. thank you so much and that just totally convinced me these guys are the ones I want to have. Um, and the beers <laughs> obviously cemented that and everyone else got cotton on that pretty quickly. Yep. I think their customer service is superb. I had one bad experience with them, but they sorted that. Yep. Um, yeah, their beer is excellent. I think we can move them on quite comfortably. Yeah, cool. What are we moving on? Ten? 
I don't think it matters. Doesn't I think matter. I think as yeah. long as you think they can realistically be in the five, you got to. I guess in your head, if you if you think, hey, we could be discussing this at the end. Yep. Um, it doesn't matter about the number. I think it it could be fifteen. It could be six. Uh, well, for the same reason, I'm going to move range on to the yep. top ten. I think um, that's fair. Very similar reasons. You and I have done a, quite a few orders from range now. It's going to be three or four before yep. they open in Melbourne. Melbourne's fun. <laughs> Just down the road from where I used to work. Even more fun for that reason. Well, yeah, like considering there was no craft beer there and now there's so much craft beer there. Yeah. It's very unfair. And now I've moved next to the injecting room in Melbourne. So that should say everything for Melbourne. It's, it's all good stuff. Yeah. Let's, Let's move range on to the next round. Yes. Wonderful hazies. And I suppose sours. Yes, and considering, and let's just get the easy one out of the way, uh, we both gave La Serene our beer of the year. Let's move that on to the next round. Yeah. no other reason than that, we can discuss further later we on. We can discuss further later on and probably discuss why anything should take it. Yeah, yeah. Take the position off it. Um, I think I'm going to kill Exit. Yeah, that's fair. Um, exit. We both love Exit dearly. Absolutely. Wheat Gang is one of our favourite bars. I think it was the first bar both of us, oh, the second bar both of us went to. It was on the first day. The we were allowed to day was planned around going to Exit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Wheat Gang, yeah. Uh, the first day we were allowed to go and have beers again. <laughs> After a long time. After yeah. whatever the. And we drank beers in the park from Burnley. Thank you, Burnley. Who would be a great addition to this list if we could fit them. But um, there was only room for 20. Yeah, because we said that. <laughs> that's, um, that's right. We could have had 21. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but no. Um, we drank beers in the park waiting for Wheat Gang to open. We love Wheat yep. Gang. Um, their Saison is one of the best beers in Australia. I always stand by that. Um, They're packaging shit, but the beers are fucking The tasty. new IPAs are tasting so good. Aren't they? And, yeah. The double IPA is tasting amazing. And I uh, just had the session the other day, which is... I think automatically just one of the best midis in Australia. Awesome. I need to have one. Yep. Um, I also think, in fairness to Exit, the Session IPA in yellow looks so much better than oh, the yeah, IPAs definitely. in green. The green looks shit. The green just looks a bit too Public Victoria Transport. transport. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but it is hard to argue that they could make the top five as much as we love them. Yeah. I think they're probably pretty easily a top ten every year kind of brewery. Yeah, yeah. Very solid, but not quite going to get there. Yeah. Fair. Um, and I think on the same note, we could probably kill two metres tall. I'm happy to kill two metres tall um, for the same reason. Very rarely Fuck. would I be happy to say that sentence, but we got a lot more of them this year, which is why yeah. I want to shout out. I yeah. want to say, if you just have their beer, it's so easy to put them in, you know, put them in a conversation like this because it's so much better than most beer. Uh, like, Duent, Spelt Ale, and... The, did you have fourth? This. Yes, yes. And fourth is so cool as well. So cool. We did speak about fourth on a previous podcast. I'm sure we did, and we probably described it better than we just yes, did then. almost certainly. Um, but I think that to me, they still constantly need to be appreciated for what they do for Australian beer. Um, I think Ashley has a philosophy that few others have. Yeah. And no one does, with perhaps the exception of Van Diemen's, uh, do the estate ale concept. Um, which is sort of missed by a lot of wine drinkers, the whole estate concept. Yeah. You, you grow it on your lot, you make it on your lot, and um, they definitely do that in at Two Metres Tall. And um, by all accounts, you know, everything they produce there is amazing. All we can judge is the beer. And we actually got the beer this year in decent quantities, and so, yeah. yeah. Uh, 
and enough quantity that everyone could. Well, that's the thing. Enough quantity we can actually try it. Yeah, there's there's years I reckon where we don't get a forest or a derwent. You know. Yeah. Um, and that's a sign of the industry maturing. Mm. In that, you know, ten years ago you could find them everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, every every craft place. But you want to be able to get them, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, I, I always want to shout them out. I think I think fourth is cool fair. enough. Plus, their beers are good enough and accessible enough this year that yeah. I think I'm going to kill the mill. Yeah. Um, Why'd you like the mill to begin with? Basically, COVID gave them an opportunity for people who weren't us to taste their beer. Yeah, that's fair. The, they, I did see their cans around. I had a few of their pails and yeah, stuff. They they got forced to can stuff. Not just be this brew pub for very craft beer focused people. Kind of near way. other brew pubs you go to on the way. No one goes to Collingwood to go to the mill. And I mean yeah. that in the best way possible. That <laughs> yeah. people still go there regardless. Yeah. 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 I mean that in that if you're going to Collingwood, you're either going because it's Collingwood or you're going to go to Fixation and the mill happens to be on the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or like on your way to Stomping Ground or whatever. Yeah. Exactly. Um, their beer's awesome. I'm really pleased to see their beer out and about and people sort of liking their beer. And they make German pills now. Yeah. That helps. Yeah. And they make stupid Ryan BAs and stupid stouts. And... Yeah. No, no. They're very fair. Um, I, I actually didn't... I had like, you know, two mill beers this year. I reckon they were both pale ale. So... Yeah. I would be up for like leave, you leaving on there, but it was fairly up to you really as yeah. to whether we, we decide that was worth it. Um, well, there's 6.66% black IPA. Yeah, yeah. Tick, a ticks a lot board. of boxes. Yeah, dark yep. board. Um, that's a ripper. They've got a, a Marzen called Marzen Scorsese, which really tickles me. That is good. <laughs> um, they're awesome. Go there if you're in Melbourne, in Collingwood particularly. Uh, can we kill Molly Rose? We can. We can. Right around the corner from the mill. Yeah, it seemed appropriate. Um, I like a lot of what Molly Rose did this year. The, yep. Uh, in 2020, sorry. Possibly the best thing they did for me was, um, I'm pretty sure Blue Skies, which was their Christmas breakfast sour, which is rosella and orange, which was basically like a mimosa and was utterly fantastic and was probably the best thing I drank on Christmas Day. Awesome. Um, I don't think I had it. Yeah, no, it was a Black Hearts exclusive. Yep. Um, and, you know, uh, apart from that, the best thing I had was probably like, you know, a burgundy and probably some nitrous oxide. Oh, well, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I will a, a say... normal Christmas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I will say that, um, yeah, no, it, it was really fantastic. You could really taste the rosella, the influence, which was just fascinating to me. That's really cool. Yeah. Very um, much what we kind of want to do, I think, and yeah. And what we inevitably will do when we... Yeah, when, when we move to that point. But uh, no, Molly Rose, fantastic year. I just can't quite think of enough reasons. I don't think they're going to get top five. I think they need to be shouted out. Mm. Um, people doing sort of funky farmhousey stuff in Melbourne need to be although encouraged. We should say Skylight, one of the most four pack smashable IPAs. I was going to say, yeah, I was going to say, apologies. What a beer! The yeah. other one, Springtime, yeah, amazing. Springtime, and, um, I think it's six point four, that little bit bigger than the five point seven of Skylight. Yeah, yeah. But if you want it, yeah, amazing. They do plenty of good stuff. That's why they're on the list. Yeah, um, and, and they deserve to be. It's just hard to make the case. Going from farmhouse and lager to hobby stuff as well is a big jump. They move better than most. Yeah. Uh, you look at a boat rocker yep. who I think do the wild stuff better but really struggle with the hobby stuff. Well, speaking of boat rocker, I reckon we might kill them here. What is, what's your thought? I'm just looking what's left. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah right. I can go with that. Um, Let's kill them. So, Boat Rocker, I guess for me, this was the year of the Boat Rocker core range. Yep. Um, I drank a lot of Pilsner, yep. a lot of Miss Pinky. Um, I think those are two of the best beers in Australia every year. Yes. Um, Alpha Queen tasted better this year than ever. Alpha Queen, I had this fresh batch of Alpha Queen that was incredible. Yeah. Um, Big Love is decent. Yeah. It, it holds up the rest of the haze craze. Yeah. Um, some of the limited releases were fantastic. Um, some were... I had Fat Santa. I thought this was the best Fat Santa year. Yeah. I, I had a the KP one, the Bango. Was that just called KP? I think so, yeah. Yeah. They're very, very, very nice. Yeah. Um, didn't have the tea on, which looked really great. Yeah. Um, they, they do fantastic wild stuff every year, I guess. I think they've just ticked into this range that's a little too expensive. Yeah, I agree. Um, a little too expensive and a little too lean. Hit and miss? Well, I think most of them are hits, but they're leaning in a bit too much. Uh, in terms of mm-hmm. wild, yep. sour, it's hits. But I think they are leaning a little bit into this range where this is what, you know, let's make this expensive stuff we're good at and this sort of... IPAs, which aren't really up to scratch, and they they are in this kind of a rut, as much you can say, as the six super successful breweries in a rut. Because I want to compare them to La Serene, which yeah. we'll talk about later. In yeah, the detail, yeah, obviously. Yeah. But I feel that they're playing in the same price range. No, they are. And one of them hits every time. There were definitely different reactions. And one of them doesn't hit every time. Yeah, and we, I think you look at us two or three years ago, we were two of the staunchest boat rocker supporters. Absolutely, um, absolutely. Yeah. And I would still consider myself a big boat rocker lover. I'm still um, going to... Um, Ramjet Day. Ramjet Day, yeah. 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 Well, uh, this year. Especially after this year. If Ramjet Day's on next year, I will be there. It's all happening. You you give me, you know, a Viking helmet all that <laughs> yeah. sort of stuff, I'll be there. It's a good good time for the girlfriend to be out of the house. Um <laughs> Okay, well, this is where it starts getting tricky. It does. Um, I think. Uh, all right, this is this is up to myself. I think we can turn. we can we can kill the turn factor. No, kill kill kill, Dylan. It's your turn. It's hard. how would you feel about Hop Nation? I'm happy for it to be killed now. Okay, you don't think there's a realistic argument? No. Okay. No. Um, that was my thing. I think they've had a good year, though. Yeah. Um, yeah. I will prosecute the case why they're 12. Yep. They've had a ripper year. Yep. You know, uh, we're going to think about Melbourne Fog, one of the great hazy oh, powers oh. in Melbourne. One of the great artworks in 20 in years when we are doing the formative hazy pails, that will be probably up there. One. Yeah. And it'll be really disappointing if it's still not. One of the leading hazy pails. Not drinking one while oh, 55-year-old Angus and Dylan. Uh, um, we, yeah. we deserve that, Dylan. <laughs> yeah, no, they're very much so. Um, we'll hold it. the boys at Hop Nation accountable if we're not. Um, they're opening uh, Mornington, second yeah. second uh, facility in Footscray somewhere. And all that. Making Ray, doing all this. They've had a ripper year. Um, Sight as well. Site, yes. they have gone from strength to strength. Site, like, yeah. I don't know how many of those you've drank, but oh my god, they get everyone I've drank has been fantastic. Yeah, exactly. They yeah. are absolute top notch pet nap. I remember when we went back, went to them back in the day and um, had their first site, not called site, which is yeah. the La June yeah. uh, Flanders bread, yeah. which was young as, but you could just see that 
they knew what they're doing. Yeah. Extremely well. Most superb. Um, and then a lot of mixed ferment stuff that is just crazy. And they got blobfish as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So much cool stuff. So much cool stuff. Love them. We'll be back at some point this year because um, we've missed our normal January slot. Yes. We normally we go first week of Jan. Well, it's when the, when the weather's right. That's right. I will say for me, the reason that they haven't hit the height is that I think their IPAs haven't been as good this year. They I think they've haven't. Been I also don't think they've released anything fun. Like it's not fun. No, a lot of hazy IPAs. Single hop series is kind of fun. Oh, they were good. Um, uh, that was I don't know. But, I'm yeah. I'm through two of them. I think I still have Nelson and Cashmere yeah. to go. Yeah, they were definitely trying. I'm sure if you said this to them, they'd be like, "No, we did this, 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 yeah. this." And you'd be like, "Okay, cool." But nothing that really. It's one of those years. Nothing. Nothing's jumped at me in this year. Yeah. So I think we have to kill them now, just because Spare of what else. What else is left? I think we have to kill them now. Yeah, uh, and that, that's what I was at. Okay. Yeah. So I guess it's my turn. Yeah. I want to kill one drop. Unless yeah. you've got a reason to keep them. No, I had to think just briefly then when you said it. And um, I love them being on here. I love them lasting as long. Yeah. Um, I think probably you, you appreciate them lasting this long too. But yeah. top five, I don't, I don't think so. No. They I don't have that one or two releases that really, yeah. This is my thing. It's like they have... Really, really good, good beers. Yeah, yeah. But where is the beer? It's like I want to have a one drop. Yeah, X. No. it's more yeah. just like, hey, one drop of release five new beers yeah. this week. They will probably all be pretty awesome. It's like here's a stupid pastry set from one drop with eight hundred and fifty five yeah. additives. Oh, like a lot of like cool single hop hazy sort of things. Yeah, and all their sales are really good too. Like they, they everything they do is good. Yeah. Um, and they've kind of come out and just been like, hey, we're here. Like, 2020 wasn't, like, an aggressive. It was more just, like, we're just doing our thing. Yep. We're here. Everything is really good. And I think uh, retailers embrace them in that sense. Yep. In the sense that we know One Drop's good. One Drop sells. And I think it's a good relationship to have. Yeah. I think I, going forward, they could o- occupy something like an Akasha or something where... They've got a spot in the market now. Yeah, for based sure. Based on what yeah. they've done. Like, um, their beers are really good, but are they good enough for our top t- five or ten? I don't think so. Yeah. No, probably not. All right, um, we're at a tricky spot now. Um, should we should we keep something else alive? Is there anything you can think of? Yeah, deeds. I think we'll we'll save deeds. Um, you know they've obviously had this huge rise in how they do hazies. Yeah, people love them for that. People love this. release schedule too. I think just the way they do the release schedule. Yeah, yeah. It's well it's well coordinated. It's well thought through. Yeah. Um, but also the mix of lagers, the mix of sours. Good lagers, good yeah. sours, and big haters. And then weird pastry sours occasionally. And uh, they, you know, they're trying to go a bit lower cold too. Half time, uh, one cent a drink. One cent a drink, yeah. yeah. I think they need credit for that. Uh, and I think they deserve to go through the next round. Yeah, look, that's no controversy there. Let's just throw banks through as well. Yep, happy with that. Um, Very similar reasons. Yeah. <laughs> Hazy, sours. Uh, Versatility. Release schedule. Pastry stouts. Yeah. Done. Artwork. Yep. Good stuff. Um, Leaving us with Wildflower, Fixation, King River and Hawkers. I'm, there is no reason we cannot send these all through, but there is also like no reason we have to keep any of them here. Yep. That's, I, I want to keep Fixation. Best, IP, best core range IPA in the country. 
Yeah. Uh, their limiteds, especially during COVID, have been amazing. Their artwork for that period has been amazing. Yep. Um, and considering them IPA only brewery, they've done a diverse yeah, range they've, of they've managed, Yeah, look, that's fair. Like, fixation do great stuff. Um, I like to keep hawkers. I'd like to keep hawkers as well. Um, I think, yeah, we'll, we'll speak about more, but um, I think they've done a lot of good stuff this year. Yep. Um, Make me the case for Wildflower. Why are they going through? I don't think they do. Yep, you want to kill them? I think so. I think we both love Wildflower. This hasn't been their most amazing year. I Thanks. think Foggy Morning is an incredible beer, great like little exercise of theirs. I think... All their fruit beers and other children are fantastic yep. as always. Good as gold is great. Um, gold Abigail great. got named, I think, in Peter Layla's top twenty. Yeah, uh, we did an amber comparison and came to the conclusion probably on the first lockdown podcast yep. that they're both just amazing. Yeah, everything they do is fantastic. I just don't think they really broke new ground. Nothing. Really I, I think they did the same thing. I think they traded water yep. in twenty twenty. Which, there's nothing wrong Foggy with. Foggy Morning was cool. I will give yep. them that. That yep. was using the bushfire ruined malt in a way that saved it and made it pretty incredible. Yeah. Yep. Um, so that it was my main reason. They, they deserve credit place. for that. Yep. I think 10th is appropriate. Yeah. And they still, if, if it was, you know, the best breweries in Australia of all time, they'd probably make top three for me. Yeah, it's a very different discussion all time versus Yeah, who had the best 2020, yeah. And yep. I don't think they make who had the best 2020. Um, King River, I can take either way. It's up to you. You're the one who knows them better. I really like their beers, so I'm I'm not. I if you want to bring them into next round, let's have a chat. move them to the next round. And have a chat. All right. Regular All right. podcast users would know why. Yeah, exactly. Um, so we'll talk about King River. Yeah. Uh, we'll back in a Okay, we are back. We've killed 11 of our most beloved breweries, and we're, we're fine. We're totally fine. Yeah. We're happy with where we are. Yeah. Uh, so, nine left. Um, we've got to whittle this down to five-ish. Yep. Just keep whittling. Got to uh, kill four here, Dylan. Yeah. So, last rain, Mountain Culture, Mr. Deeds, Rain... Mr. Deeds. Mr. Deeds. That happy was a with bad that? movie. No, I'm not. Uh, like, they may as well be the same thing, but Dylan... Uh, La Serene, Mountain Culture, Mr. Banks, Range Deeds, Fixation, King River, Hawkers, and Westside Aleworks. Um, always a bit of a danger, shortening the names dangerously. Yep. Especially when some of them match up to be poor Adam Sandler movies. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we've got these nine left. We're going to whittle them down-ish. Um, I'm just going to... Let's throw a bit of a controversial one out there. Yep. Um... I am going to say that I don't really have a controversial one. I want I to kill one of the hazy ones, but yeah. I'm going to kill range. Yeah, that was my thought. Yeah, I'm going um, to kill range. I don't think I've done anything extraordinary. No, I think range brew some really good beers. I reckon really great beers. Yeah, yeah, I think they also brew some really average beers that are quite similar to some of their really good beers. Yeah, they get caught up. I reckon one of my favourite range beers was mm. For Your Friends. Yep, one of their the Pale. Yep, yeah. and their Watermelon Sour I really like. Yep, that was awesome. I think a lot of their stuff is just hazy after hazy, and they don't quite have the oomph of yep. a Banks or a Deeds. I feel that they're really good ones Hashtag for like sort of buys. over 8%, like sort of the Space yeah. Boogie range. But uh, some Wait, those... what? That's amazing. Yep. Yeah. 
But I think some of those ones in the seven big demeanor was amazing mm. as well. I, I think some of those ones in the sort of six seven range just aren't. plenty of great beer. Yeah. We should say like that's why they make the nine. Um, and, and to be real, like they're probably up thereabouts. I just think that if you're looking at the amount of hazies that are going to be in here, they're going to fall. I reckon they are not the best hazy producer in yeah. what we've got left. Uh, it so was that's why they're not. So if we want to talk about survival thing, I guess, um, it was them or Deeds to Kill for me. Yep. Um, so Deeds was surviving for me purely for diversity of range. Yeah, so, I think I think Deeds do, <laughs> if we're being honest, it's for the pillsners. They, they, yeah, it is. But it's it, inter- that's not, that's not that's legitimate. Honesty. This yeah, is part of yeah. the reason for why we're doing um, this. And so, like, I was leaning towards range to kill, but I was like, hang on, I'll see what Angus is now. Yeah. I'm not sure, so not sure how heavy you were wanting to lean on the hazies. Um, we'll just, it's all about filling it. So, let should we say Deeds goes through? Deeds goes through. One of them survives. Um, I'm happy Deeds go through because of diversity. Um, Deeds goes through. Yeah. Mr. Deeds goes through. Um, yeah, so we're in an awkward spot now where we have to kill one of our most beloved breweries. Um, give me the case of fixation. The best West, West Coast IPA in the country. That is fair. But also, you look at some of the ones we've killed. Yep, um, uh, and I agree. I um, think... Dave, give me the 2020 case. Yes, I think Dave... Now... Fixation launched their best buds club. Yep, they yep. Lo- which you had lots of experience with. I did. It's amazing. Uh, everyone who likes IPAs should be signed up to the best buds club. Yep, it's like a hundred dollars a year. Lucky me, I hate IPAs. I know you. You're a heathen. <laughs> I just take all of yours. You're a heathen. Yeah. <laughs> um, they're amazing. Tommy Dell wants a hero. His, yeah, his dog Daisy is just a wonderful time. I will say that I only had, I probably had four or five limited releases. Um, had the low ABV one. The yeah, grass is greener or yeah, something. Yeah, something like that. Really, really I, nice. I bought that for you because I was yes. like, "This yeah, is yeah. Dylan. You're right. Dot, you're right. Dylan dot text. This and you're very right. Um, I'm not against it. I, I, I'm on the fence with them. Why don't we hold them for a minute? Going? Yeah, hold them for a minute. We don't have to put them through, but just hold them. That's a new symbol, so. Yeah, because that's what we need, head. more symbols. In they're, this, they're in the crosshair. In this so system. A circle with a cross through, that's a crosshair. Um, I'm going to take the really simple and probably cheapest way out and say, Dylan, I think we need to put La Serene through. Yeah, fair. <laughs> um, you do need to give some sort of reason, I think. Um, um, they made amazing. Age and Beauty, which we had just before. Yeah, I think beyond that, I think that they, they, they showed that they can stretch themselves out. They made an IPA. They did, and that's um, really fun. Yeah, and I think that they're really trying. Yep. They're not just seeing the laurels. They had a really good year. I think they made a lot of product that was probably decided on before 2020 happened, and yep. then they just went, fuck it, we'll pump it out anyway. Yeah, I think that was, that's the best attitude to have. They, yep. they made the virtual solar door. They, they were trying. They, they were, really were trying. trying. And so it's... Physical right. cellar door is back, so we're gonna go. We really fucking do, and give them a lot of money, and um, just bring like a, a paycheck worth of money along for Costa. Okay, ten bucks. <laughs> um, so we've got two so out of five half through. A beer. Yeah, I'll, I'll get yeah a pot of saving it. Two through. Um, two through mountain culture probably has to go through twenty twenty. Look, they have to. I think um, they're purely for double red. Double red, yeah, and um, just matching pyjamas. Yep. Um, so much good stuff. 
Um, I think it's pretty simple. They, those, those are the three that you would think. And I could have said, you could have said Last Rain, Mountain Culture and Rain, you know, would have been fine. Yep, yep. But that way, that one of those three. Um, I'm going to be slightly controversial and say we should put Mr. Banks through. I think Banks are the brewery I've had the most beers from this year, or in 2020. Yeah. I've had uh, Lager Life, I reckon is one of the best Hellers Lagers in Australia. Yeah. I think the I don't, the Feel series was excellent for the first three and then dropped off a little bit, but it was still good. Yep. I think we had pastry stouts from them that were fun. I think we had Imperial's um, Sours that were fun from them. Yeah, I didn't like the Imperial's house, but I did like uh, the light go, like Lookout, Peach go, yep. like, really fun. Yep. Um, and I like the, I always like the McConaughey's. I think yeah. That's I want to argue with it. Yep. It's, it's, but it's too hard too. I think maybe we could have, put him in the crosshairs temporarily. Crosshairs for him as well. Um, so. I like it. Just temporarily, I think they are probably leaning towards, but let's, let's see what else. Let's do these last three and see where we end up. Uh, so. Um, I'm going to say that Hawkers should go through. I agree. Um, I just think that they they have had such a consistent year and their releases. So there was Carlwood Collaborational, Nick Feels Left Out. There was Distress, Distress Call later in the year. Um, They're the, filling in for the Canvent. Yep, Double West Coast. Um, some of their... Oh, Double West Let's Coast is one of my favourite beers of the year. Yeah. It was amazing. Among the berry trees and so on. Yep. And then there was like the oat, oat cream thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Beirut as well. Um, Beirut. They've had a ripper year. I think they have to go through. Yeah. That's four through. Cool. Oh, Hail Mary, that worked. Um, so we need to kill one. I'm going to kill... It hurts me, but I feel that we need to kill Westside. Yeah, beer, beer quality-wise, yeah. I feel Westside have a couple too many misses to keep going. It was, it's the John Lemon that has done it. I, I think it is. Yeah. And I think if we ever get Casey on, we will tell him that he missed out on the top five because of John Lennon. I think he'll know. I think he'll know that he missed out. He misses on certain beers. He does. Uh, he knows. But, like, Red Roo, serious beer. Yep. Um, we left a Canteon event to go get Red Roo. That should say everything. We had had the Canteons, but yeah. still. The, the point, it's not a fake statement. And their pizzas are incredible. Yep. Um, great people as well. Like, yes, I don't wonderful. think any of us can argue. West Side are dead. Fittingly coming in at eighth. They deserve it. Yeah. Uh, so if you're not in Melbourne, or if you are in Melbourne, go go see West Side. This is a rough position. Yeah, you you, you have not got a good call. Dylan, prosecute... I think it's the more ca- your call. No, I just killed West Side. Prosecute the case for King River, Dylan. Oh, jeez. Well, the, the case is more... Banks fixation, fixation on King River. That, that's the remainder. Yep. Do King River in its own right, and then we'll work out where we go. I think King River are super cool because of their subscription model is super yep. interesting. Yep. Um, you get a great array of stuff. Um, you get a you got a face mask, uh, multiple face multiple masks, face one of masks. which I have been wearing to work every day for the past month or so. Yep. Um, I think their beers they do stuff other people in Australia aren't doing. Yep. Um, and that's that's including the traditional breweries like Slowland stuff. They're they're doing they're doing your double box. They're yep. doing just things like that. It's just alt beers. Yeah, 
Uh, it's all beers. that. It's all that. And the Fig Porter is one of the best uh, dark beers in Australia. Yeah. And um, I guess the question is, does it knock out Mr. Banks? And that's more a question for you because I don't really give a fuck. If, I think if, if you are happy with that, but it is a difficult decision. These these are this is a Sophie's choice for you. So that's why that's what I mean. I think I think um, fixation can't hang with these two. I think fixation's dead. It's unfortunate for fixation. It is, and they, they deserve to be in the conversation. But I just think between these two, it has to be King River or Mr. Banks. And we've got our four, so we need to make our five. So, it, And I, I'm happy to leave that to you. You have more experience with both uh, this year, which is great for me. Mr. Banks is dying. Mm. Taking King River through. I love it so much. Taking King River through. Um, Diversity of style. No one else is doing it. Yeah, we're and fair. Them, and, we're fair. Them and like we have been staunch, Mr. Banks has spot, spotted yep. us out, so we are not. Yep. Um, Idaho Fields blew me away. Nothing else did. Yep. Idaho Fields was my beer of the year in yeah. cans. Yeah. You know, it was. They've had a ripper year. Lager Life is a fantastic Hellas Lager. I just think towards the end of the year they fell away a little yeah. bit. Fair. And nothing surprised me in a happy way like King River stuff did. No. So I think we've got to take King River through to the last five. Alright, we are back with the final five. Uh, we have got La Serene, Mountain Culture, Deeds, Hawkers and King River. And we're going to work out our Brewery of the Year. Or Australian Brew of the Year, as determined by the podcast, Beer Clock Australia. So, obviously, the Brew of the Year. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, shorthand. Um, okay, so this is a more difficult discussion. This might be where we need to make impassioned personal arguments. I yeah. think it's going to be a survival sort of thing. Um, and this is, I think, an ordered thing, too. I think, I think this is more than the others. This is where... If one dies, that's the order it dies in. I think so. Um, so this is this is a top five, and I think if it dies first, then it dies in the order it dies in. So it dies number five, and then so on. Yeah. Um, because otherwise, I just don't. I don't think the other ones are fair to kill in that order because you may be killing them, you know, as as part of an agenda. Yep. Or to do something else, but I think this one is definitely. In fairness, the order has been recorded. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I, I wouldn't, wouldn't yeah. place as much stock into that. No, no, this, yeah. this, this one has more official. weight. I think that's right. And I think we can perhaps discuss this order more than the others yeah. um, if, if one dies across. So where does one start, I think, is the question. Um, Are you ready for a controversial call, Dylan? Well, I think, I think just, just before, I am, mm. I am, but I think I want to say that you don't have to just kill things. You don't have to raise things. You can say... I think this should be in this spot. Mm-hmm. Um, so if, for example, you think something should be a four or a three, and that's fine. Yep. We'd have to kill and raise. This could just be a, a gut feel. Throw whatever you feel out there and go for it. And with that in mind, what do you have for us? With that in mind, Dylan, how do you feel about mountain culture as five? <laughs> Not awful. We haven't had the full range down here in Victoria. We've had few select very good things. Yep. We've had the odd dud can. Yes, yeah, yeah, that no, that's happened. And, um, um, wasn't the greatest response. From I the dud can. I wasn't impressed initially, but it turned around with. No, they 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 are good, but it was um it's still disappointing. Yeah, it is like you at this. I will uh, say that the, I don't think they're so lager 
was just okay. Yep. Paolo was pretty average. Yep. And this this is fine, but you've got to think about the core ranges a little bit. I we're think. also talking about top five now. We're, we're, yeah, this we're is getting into de- We're getting into These are heady territory. Mountain right? Culture are one of the best breweries in Australia going yeah. for 2020. Um, and, you know, matching pyjamas still can of the year for me. That is no yep. argument whatsoever Double red me. has to be right up there as best core Double range beer. Is, yeah. Yeah, look, I think I'm happy to go with that. Uh, but I think to follow up with the old one-two punch, yep. I'm going to go with King River. Because yep. I think if you're going to kill something for like a couple of outstanding things, you can't kill one that didn't have outstanding attributes, not necessarily outstanding product. Um, I think that's fair. And uh, i got to say four is a very good spot for them to finish. I think four's about where they deserve. Yeah. Um, Fig Porter. Yep. Uh, Barrel Age Triple. Um, the Various b- lager sort of things. Yeah. Um, face face alt- mask, I'm going to lie, is, not a big, is, a, is a big sort of part of it for me. Alt beer, Schwartz beer, yeah. weird dark things. Um, I've got a couple of theirs still that you gave me as well. but I haven't Belgian done. Pale, which is just a cracking little beer. Also, their single hop IPAs, which are nothing like other single yep. hop IPAs Multi. in Australia. Yeah. They've had a ripper year. They deserve to be up there. Yep. All right. So that's and um, they don't get anywhere near the love they deserve elsewhere. So I'm glad we've given them some. Okay, so we've got lost serene deeds and hawkers left. I think probably we have to put hawkers in next. Yeah. Or do you want to go deeds? Probably hawkers. Mm-hmm. But goodbye Beirut. Yep. Double West Coast. As we said, there's a lot. Um, okay, give me the counter argument for deeds. What are the beers? Counter argument for deeds is that they have a fair few average overpriced beers. Um, yes, they have some great stuff. That their sours are pretty uniformly average. Yep. Um, although their hazies are a bit too similar, I think the daydreaming series is nice in theory. Yeah, practice Doesn't not so work. much. Yep. Yeah. Well, I think it works, but it's it's not a six percent pale ale that they release once every season is not as good as it sounds. In 440 mil cans. Yeah, only 440 mil cans. So, like, for example, one cent drink, imagine that in a slab of 24 for 60 bucks if you get it for 0.8 cent drinks or whatever. Instead, it's a $95.16. Yep. Um, And their prices online are more expensive than they are in bottle shops. Yep. Um, I think Double Time is one of the best parallels in Australia, but we're trying not to reward the standard stuff as much, yep. which is going to sound ridiculous yep, when we're yep. talking about hawkers. But still, I, I, I think there is an argument against them. I think they've had a great year. Uh, but I do think some of their best stuff, like Survivor Type, we awarded already. Yeah, the last year, year the year yeah. before. Um, I think there is an argument to make. And I think maybe the, the time to award them is perhaps when they open their their brewery in Glenaris and yep. really hit. But also I could I could... Have it either way. I'm just trying to be devil's advocate here. Let's lock in D's at three. Uh, look, I'm convinced. I, I'm <laughs> price point. Um, that is a big thing too. Yeah. Um, Hawker's price point is a big thing, which I suppose we'll get onto now because for me they have to be second. It, with what we've got left, they have to be second. I don't think there can be um, any discussion. <laughs> Not from us, anyway. No. If you had a third party, perhaps. Um, but not this year. <laughs> no, no, not this year. Uh, Hawkers at their price point. What was their special? Twenty twenty-five dollars uh, slabs. Yeah, two two slabs of pale seventy. Yeah, like that. That's unbeatable. 
it's in the market. Down, yeah, quality to yeah. quality to thing. We're not talking brew at thirty five dollars a slab. We're talking Hawker's Pale. Yeah, and even uh, you know, the orders that I did were just you know, uh, sixteen to hazy and pills up fifty. Some yeah. of the best in Australia, um, and they're limited. Um, you know, pretty much all the money going to Lebanon. Yep. Raise money um, in what was a pretty inspired sort of, you know, rose water kind of barley wine. Um, yep. Baklava, I think, as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, double West Coast. Yeah. One of the best into years the trees of the year. Together, yeah. East yeah. Island Haze, I think they had as yep. well. That was a wonderful haze. All just period. really good stuff and all, all the limiteds that they put into stuff are good. Also, not, not discounting the fact that they went to co and stuff at the last minute. Yeah. Dollar bill. Yep. Messed up. Uh, not messed up, but just, you know, had trouble. I think it was actually East Coast Canning had trouble. But yeah. That's all semantics at this point. It's not to blame for either. No. Um, regardless. Uh, but the fact is that Hawkers got caught up very last minute and did it. And yeah. Also, the transition of Hawkers from Core Range Brewery, we don't do limited releases to, we do 400 <laughs> limited releases, I think is quite remarkable. Yep. Um,. And yeah, I, I think they're a worthy recipient of number two for their everything from Hazy Pale to Aqua Vip Barreled Wheat Wine. Yeah, which you can still grab off their website if you can. Yeah. They're, they're all still sitting there. And they're totally worthwhile. Yeah. Um, so I guess that leaves the pretty obvious number one. But yep. if you had asked me at the start of 2020, this would not have been it. No. Um, I've always liked La Serene, but not this much. I haven't respected them this much. I think mm-hmm. is the thing. Um, Why did you change? Why do you respect them more after 2020? Um, I think it's the consistency of, well, not more the evolution of their core range. Um, yep. The extra acidity and funk from their Saisonette and Saison. Yeah. And then... Are they core range or are they... I think that would be. Yeah. I mean, they're not core can range. Yeah, well, but I think th- that this be. is sort of the question with them. It's like you've got sort of urban ale, season ale, the orange one, citrate sour. Yeah. And funk IPA, I assume now. You would assume so. I yeah. think I think the ones that you can find is what I'm getting at. And now. then Saison, Saisonette. Farmhouse Red. Farmhouse Red. Maybe Wild Saison. Look, if Farmhouse Red is a core beer it's the best core beer in australia i'm happy to say that at nine dollars at 375 yeah. it's the best value beer as well yeah it's, um, a, it's either that or wild saison at ten dollars a bottle which is ridiculous for what that beer is and again this is going a little bit against deeds um in terms of saying oh this core stuff's better but it, it's sort of a different thing and also deeds is a very limited core range compared yeah. to them yeah. um I just think Last Rain's knocked everything out of the park. Passiflora is incredible. Yeah. Like we were speaking about before, and like you sort of alluded that we'd speak about, um, their beers are worth $25 for yep. 375 mil. Yep. And there's very few beers in Australia. In the world. Yeah. In the world is fair. Uh, yeah. For me, that's, that's eye-watering. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have not been disappointed. They have been celebratory beers, and they've all been totally worth it. Um, and Passiflora was more just because of your... You saying how good it was, and I was just like, "Oh yeah," and I didn't didn't hesitate to be like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." I'll drop twenty five bucks and a three seventy five mil. Yeah, um, which you know, it may or may not be a lot to the listener, depending on how they are, but you can't argue that that's a fair bit for a three seventy five. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's right out there. 
It's um, it's a yeah, fifty-six dollar bottle of wine. If you look at the calibrate that out. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so yeah, for that reason, I think Vaseline is a brew of the year. Yeah, well done, well done, guys. Yeah, we got um, in the end. Ripping yeah. Very much so. And uh, we should speak to Costa soon, I reckon. Yeah, we should invite Costa on to have a chat. Yeah. So all the listeners can hear about what he thinks of his 2020. <laughs> uh, thanks, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I suppose we should finish off by saying what we're drinking. Oh, yes. We are drinking Fuck You 2020 by Garage Project, which I think is fair. It's fitting, isn't it? It doesn't really fix anything, but it makes us feel better. And that's what really matters. Exactly. And it's an 8% hazy man. As 30-year-old white males. <laughs> we are the most depressed people. And we need coddling and assistance. No. Um, it is um, what we do. But also, it is, is um, yeah, a little tribute to what has been a terrible year. Thank you very much for listening. Um, surprisingly, there are a decent number of people who listen to this. Uh, probably far too many of you yeah. are listening to this, but you know what? Whatever. Yeah. Uh, no, thank you. Thank it, you for continuing to listen and thank you for supporting the website. Yeah, it's um bizarre to see one jump back onto the charts after a big high-profile interview as opposed to during um, the high-profile yeah, interview. So if um, anyone hasn't checked out the interview with Ben Cowan, go, uh, Ben Duval from Cowan, yes. go have a look. Please do. Um, and, yeah, so just to run through it again quickly, um, the top five in the end were La Serene at number one, Hawks number two, uh, Deeds at three, King River at four, Mountain Culture at five. Uh, individual awards we'll chuck up on the website. Yep. And you can get in touch at angus at beeroclock.com.au. Nearly got there. Oh, I don't know. Beeroclockaustralia.com. We've changed the emails too regularly, so it's a bit hard for you to keep we're, up. We're really trying. Yeah, it's good stuff. Um, and we will be back in 2021, which is now. So we'll be back in three weeks. Thank you. Thank you.